No, it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Really? No, doesn't matter. Should I say? No. I think I should say it. We can be different. Yeah. I don't like Star Wars. Exactly. I mean, she should. Are you really sharing your deepest struggle that's like mm -hmm. sometimes hard and embarrassing to talk about? Especially recently, Jess likes to do this thing where she just roasts everything that I do <laughs> and mimics me and makes fun of everything that I do, which is fine. It is funny. When someone sings the other claps, we do that. We literally do that. A little errand to your Andy, you know what I mean? So, anyway, My it's really important to practice each sex. other's love language. <laughs> You've never fully voiced that to me, but that's really sweet. Essentially, like, I want to treat Micaiah the way I want her future husband to treat her. Yeah, it really changed the game for me when I... And it just sounds so silly. Like, we, like, didn't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. You're, like, having a moment with the cameras on. No, no. Um, Cut them off <laughs> so we can express our love language. <laughs> this is too Jess. And I'm Gabriel. And welcome back to So Far So Good. Another day, another, another pod. pod. We almost forgot to say that. We forgot like we like said it and then we forgot a few episodes in to say it. And then we, we were finally... like, this is going to be a new thing and we're going to say this. Yeah, we're kind of all over the place with it, but we're getting back into the habit. Yeah. Of saying that. So cheers. Cheers. Hi, Gabriel. Sorry, just sipping on my coffee real quick because vibes out of my members cup mug, members mug. Members Club mug. That's what I meant to say. A members Cup mug. Oh, I still have the Members Club t-shirt on. You're just a walking promo. Yeah, sorry. So far, so good, Daco, if you want to become a member. We also have some merch on there that's not just members. It's a, it's a good time. If you're looking to vibe, you know. So today we are going to talk about our 11 secrets to our marriage. To our marriage? To our successful marriage. So, uh, to, yeah. Yeah. A unbeatable marriage. and Unbreakable. A, a, unbreakable, that's what I meant to say. A bulletproof marriage, if you will. Now, we've been married for, what, seven years almost? Almost seven years, yeah. So maybe some people, they're like, oh, that's too, cute. Too short. Too short. Too short. But I feel like you learn something, you know, just as you go along. And so we're just going to share what we've learned. Isn't the stat, like, once you pass seven years, the likelihood of you staying together is statistically higher once you pass seven years or something like that? Yeah, I always heard that it was like, if you know someone past seven years, then you're like a friend for life. But I don't know. I don't know how accurate that is. I've heard it in marriage, but like, you know, those are, it could have been like a random Instagram yeah. quote post. And it's just like, okay, yeah. I guess that's a fact. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost there, babe. We're almost at the seven year itch. The seven year itch. I don't like that. No, me neither. That's a myth. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our secrets. Well, let's start with the so good or no good of the day. Okay. Our so good or no good is... It's different than the other ones that we've done in the past. This one's more just like, I'm enjoying Ahsoka, the new Star Wars show. Ahsoka? Is that what it's called? Ahsoka. That's the character's name. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good, actually. I've never seen it. I've been really like hit or miss with the new Star Wars IP lately that Disney's been putting out. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, eh, I'm enjoying Ahsoka. Like, at the end of each episode, I'm eager to see the next one. And is it the same characters? Um, same characters that you would know them from, or you would like the main character you would know from, uh, the animated series, which I didn't fully watch. I watched a little bit of. I see. And but it's then, not like from the movies that look like OG movies. It's like tied in a little bit. Hayden Christensen is in it. I'm pretty sure that's his name, but you know what I mean? The guy who plays Anakin in episodes one, two, and three. Ah, uh, okay. 
like he's in it. You know, so it's just like, like yeah, but it's like a new story between different storylines of something else happening. Cool. You've lost me. <laughs> anyway, my review of it, I think it's a so good. To That's be, good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I think the storyline is really strong. I think they have some really strong characters in it as well that are very believable, very unique. They're not like bland. They have like... Depth. Yeah, some depth. You can tell like things that each character is like fighting through. Some of the characters are a little weak, I would say. Um, that might be due to the acting wow. for some of the characters. But this is my review. The storyline is good enough to where it's keeping me interested. Despite some faults in like, you know, a, a one of the actors acting or something like that. But overall, like there's, yeah, it's, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's good. A lot of the characters are really good too. Like I really like some of the characters in the show. Are we going to play footsies in this episode? Um, well, you didn't have to call it out because it's <laughs> off camera, but sure. Um, what I think is so good about this, the so good for me, mm. is that I just think it's really cute. Like I know the feeling when you have a TV show that you're watching and the excitement that you get to like watch it at night collectively when we all. Oh, okay. You're not saying me personally. No, no. Yeah, like yeah. I know that feeling too of like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh dinner's over like I get to go and watch my show like that's such a good crazy feeling and so I'm just happy for you that you're feeling that feeling thanks appreciate it me too should we get into the secrets let's get into the secrets we collectively wrote this list and there's honestly probably some stuff that we've left out but I feel like this encapsulates our marriage pretty well mm -hmm. number one have the same beliefs about marriage yeah this is like a before you get into marriage sort of vibe premarital counseling sort of thing and just conversations that you need to have you know what we literally just heard about what? have you ever heard of pre-engagement counseling oh, i had never heard of that i had never heard of that and what a good idea yeah. who told us that it was at church yeah what a good idea because they're like once you're already engaged and then you realize it's not right yeah like, i think that's really cool pre-engagement counseling so that's pretty cool. have the same beliefs about marriage. Gabe wrote this one. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like making sure that you're on the same page about a lot and not just like beliefs about marriage, like over beliefs about life in general. And I know I mentioned this on an episode before, like the equally yoked thing, which sounds weird, but I'll explain it again. Anyway, okay. what equally yoked means is back in the day when they used to till the soil or whatever, they would have two oxen next to each other and to keep them in line they would put this thing on called a yoke not an egg yolk <laughs> a yoke that would a big wooden thing that would go around both of their necks and it would keep them both in line and if one were to move faster than the other it could really injure mm -hmm. one of them if they were out of sync with each other so basically that analogy is saying that you need to be that way with your partner or with your spouse and when it comes to like all things in life but that goes to like what you believe about marriage and what you believe about how you want to raise your kids and what you believe about, I don't know, your beliefs in, in values, uh, yeah, and, values and, and morality and all that sort of stuff. So not having those intentional conversations before you're married, a lot of problems can arise if you kind of like brush them to the side and overlook them. I think especially when it comes to raising kids. Yeah. Because everyone has their own like idea in their head of how they're going to want to raise kids. And if that's not something that two parents are on the same page about, that could be a huge like knife in the relationship, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I guess we're saying number one, to set up a successful marriage, get everything out 
know if you're on the same page about everything before going into the marriage. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's things that you don't have to necessarily be on the same page about. Like We can be different. Yeah. I don't like Star Wars. Exactly. I mean, she should. And maybe I would if I actually watched it. Yeah. It's just like, if I'm going to sit down and pick a show, it's just... Not going to be Star Wars Wars. for her, unfortunately. No. But she thinks it's cute that I watch Star Wars. Really cute. Yeah. So cute. (laughs) Okay. Number two. Yeah. Constantly practice each other's love language. Mm, This This one's a big one. One that I wrote down. Something I just feel like can constantly be done throughout a marriage. It's not like, okay... We know we love languages, full stop. You know, it's like yeah. every single day I could be practicing your love language better. Mm-hmm. And I think at the start of the marriage, we were practicing our own love languages on each other. Yeah. So mine is quality time. So I was just trying to give you my full attention, my full quality time, which I still do that naturally. Yeah, but also quality time is my second to lowest one. And I didn't understand... Whereas Gabe's top love languages are words of affirmation and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a third one, but we can... Don't. We don't even need to make that joke. <laughs> Why not? Oh, my gosh. Whenever we're with friends. Everyone knows this joke. <laughs> Everyone. It's so good. <laughs> no, it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Really? No, doesn't matter. Should I say it? No. I think I should say it. So, anyway, my it's really important to practice sex. each other's love language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. that one's pretty self-explanatory but just to really i know everyone can be like yeah it's important but like actually like how can i practice his love language today well i think a practical thing is turning it into a habit as well like making sure whether it's like you write your spouse a letter every week if their love language is words of affirmation or if um like for jess and i before we go to bed every night, which like sounds... This is a different... This is number six. What's number six? You're about to get into number six. Do you want to jump to number six after this one? Okay. This, this is a good segue then. Okay. Number six is pillow talk check-ins. So essentially, Jess and I, or Jess's love language is quality time. I have found that the best time for us to kind of like connect, no distractions, talk about the day, talk about how we're feeling... And just kind of like connect after a long day is once we hop in bed before we go to sleep and before we start like reading and kind of like do our own thing. Yeah. Because we'll, we both read fiction at night to help us put ourselves to sleep. But that's besides the point. Why did you say that? Like it was, you're like, "Mm, we both read fiction. Like you're embarrassed. I don't, well, as I was saying it, I was like, this is really irrelevant information, (laughs) but it's coming out of my mouth right now. And I now have to finish my sentence. But now we're here. Anyway, we have like check-ins where I just like, we ask each other like how our day was what was the highlight of the day like that sort of thing we just kind of like yeah how are you feeling about today what's on your mind what's on your heart that sort of thing like 10 to 15 minute conversation that we have before we go to sleep and uh, before we read fiction and (laughs) why fiction (laughs) i don't know well it's true anyway we i've just tried to really intentionally make that a habit because i know it's really important for jess but i think even if it wasn't important for me if we weren't having that time, I think you would feel it. Even though oh, quality yeah, time is not your top, it's still important for the both of us. That's why we have it, its own bullet point. Number six, since we're going out of order now. And number six is pillow, pillow talk, talk check-ins. check-ins where we just where you just connect with each other. Even if quality time isn't your love language, it is very important to, to just check in and know how each other's feeling every single day. Um, know like what the highlight was. Like, 
a good a good set of questions that um I really like is what was your most positive emotion and what was your most negative emotion? Because it kind of allows you to probably pinpoint things that you might otherwise not have pinpointed, even if like the most negative emotion was like from a random text that you got from someone. Yeah. But that's not necessarily like a big part of the day. Like someone yelled at me at the grocery store because I grabbed the last bag of chicken nuggets. Um, So relatable. So relatable. Those (laughs) dino nuggets, dude. Anyone relate from back in the day? If you're like, okay, every night we're going to do the dishes together and that'll be our check-in. I think just making time to have a little check-in with each other every day will go a really long way. Yeah. Incorporate it into your daily habits. Okay. So let's go to number three. Sorry, we're out of order now. Why don't we go to number nine? No. (laughs) Number three... Have fun together. Like genuinely have fun together Mm -hmm. and be silly together. Like don't forget that you are each other's best friend. And I'm just so thankful that like we are so silly together. Yeah. um, Especially recently, Jess likes to do this thing where she just roasts everything that I do (laughs) and mimics me and makes fun of everything that I do, which is fine. It is funny. But have fun together. Yeah. I really think we have fun. Like mm-hmm. even seven years on into our relationship and we're still like like laughing so hard at each other. And I just hope that that never goes away and we're like in our 70s still like giggling at each other mm-hmm. and making fun of each other. Yeah. I think it'll keep our love young. Mm-hmm. Cute. You don't have anything else to say? I mean, you said everything. Okay. That I think we need to say. That one's a quick one. I think three three and four are quick ones. The fourth one is also going to be like a relatively quick bullet point there. Go for it. I remember four was a quick one, but I need to pull out my phone to remember <laughs> what like, it was. I know what it is. Uh, kiss more. That goes along with my love language Stop. of... Oh my gosh. I wrote kiss more. I... She knew that my love language Stop, was... Stop, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go, 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 go. Sometimes... In really busy seasons, it's not even intentional. I'll get to the end of the day and be like, did we kiss on the lips today? Sometimes Mm -hmm. you might walk past me, kiss me on the cheek, but I'm like, did we kiss on the lips? And that might sound so silly. I'm sure we're not the only couple that this happens to where like life just gets really busy and you're like, we need to kiss. Like we need to kiss more and just like have. We need to make out. No, it doesn't doesn't need to be like that. I'm saying like no, no, no but I'm. It kind of does sometimes. <laughs> I know I'm joking, Jess. The most like pure innocent form of it, just like you know a little peck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like guys, just kiss more. Just make sure you kiss every day. I don't know. I just think it'll be a really sweet, intimate. Yeah, there is something about it that's like. It's like if things are busy and you go out of your way and like pause and say like, I just want to tell you I love you. Yeah. I know things are crazy, but I just want to let you know, just remind you, I love you. It's like that same sort of thing. It's like you going over and physically saying I love you with your mouth on her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Just a word at the most awkward way possible. I really do just, I notice it like in busy days or busy weeks, Mm -hmm. it like literally comes to my mind. I'm like, did we kiss today? Yeah. Kind of self-explanatory, but take my advice. If you want. Okay, the next one is compliment each other daily. Mm -hmm. And the way that I phrased it was, how can I encourage them today? And that's like written down in my notebook. And this also goes along with your love language, which is words of affirmation. 
I also really mm-hmm. appreciate words of affirmation. I realized that, I mean, this was after I think some conversations with you too, that I was getting lazy about complimenting you. Like even if I would think it and be like, oh my gosh, Jess looks so pretty today. Just sometimes I just wouldn't even, I don't know why I wouldn't like say it, but just realizing that I need to say it more often. And um, especially having a daughter now, it's really made me realize uh, the importance of like my role as a father and how much, like how the things I say are going to shape her. I mean, same with you as a mother, but like for me specifically as a dad, um, just how she's going to look up to me when she grows up and her like her idea of men and, and the type of man she wants to marry one day and all, all of it is going to be stacked up against how I treated her. Yeah. Essentially, like I want to treat Micaiah the way I want her future husband to treat her mm. as being an example in the house and a leader in the house. I want to treat you the way I want Micaiah's future husband to treat her. So I need to be doing that daily, you know? being an example of that to her so she can see it happening and realize like okay that's what a husband's supposed to do you know you've never fully voiced that to me Mm. but that's really sweet yeah we had a couple conversations because I was finding that I was asking you like hey is my outfit okay because I was like kind of longing for that Mm -hmm. not that you were never complimenting me but it it was like I think I like needed more words of affirmation or Mm -hmm. like yeah oh I think you look really pretty today like I I was kind of like asking for that. Am I doing better at it? So much better. Thanks. And I really appreciate that. But also like... I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like having a moment with the cameras on. I know. Gosh. Um, Cut them off so we can <laughs> express our love language. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I know having words of affirmation is your number one love language, that it's something that I can constantly practice. And like, mm-hmm. I hope I do a good job of it. But when we kind of had conversations about that, it wasn't just for you. It was like for me as well to like Mm -hmm. be better at it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just want us to be a good example for Micaiah and our other children one day. Kind of what you said, like we're on the same page. We're on the same page. (laughs) Just hates me next to the soundboard. Yeah, really guys? We need a switch. Absolutely not. Nintendo Switch? <laughs> Animal Crossing? <laughs> Mario it, Kart? It sounded like I said, we need a Switch. We need a Switch. Oh, we already have two. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> go to the next question. You read the next one. Bruh, I have coffee in my hand. <laughs> okay. Because uh, okay. I'm drinking out of the member's mug. Since number six was Pillow Talk check-ins, we're going to skip to number seven, which is weekly family meetings. Weekly family meetings. We talked about this a lot in the How We Argue we episode. Did. We didn't always do this. No. Around this time in 2020. Okay, yeah. So about three years. Was when we started. Or maybe, no. I think beginning of 2021 was when we started. So we're closing in on three years. And it has only been <clears throat> like... It's been so positive. Yeah, I'm like, it's family. been like so incredibly positive for our, for our family. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, it could be really cool to have something that we can, like a, an actual like uh, outline of what a meeting could look like to to just have you, like, give you guys so you can download it one day or something like that. Um, maybe we'll put that together. <laughs> uh, but anyway, ours is like 
we have an emotional check-in at the beginning. We have like good, good news, news. And then we kind of go through a bunch of different, what, what were you going to say? No, I'm not. I'm trying to, th- I'm tr- visualizing the Google sheet. Yeah. Well, basically we have it on a Google sheet. So we kind of go through and every column is like, you know, the next week and we put the date on there and then we just go through this like checklist. We make sure, you know, our, um, mortgage and rent is paid. We make sure that the, our, any credit cards we have are paid off. Um, we go through our finances with like how much is in each of our bank accounts, uh, how much money came in, how much money went out, like all that sort of stuff. And then we go over our schedule, any issues that we're having, how can we solve them? Not just like issues between each other. It could be like, you know, uh, Makai's naps aren't working. What's the resolution to that? So just trying to tackle issues and find solutions to them. And like um, to-do list <clears throat> items for the family, which it might be like a trip that we need to plan or like mm-hmm. random like to-do list stuff as a family. So it's basically like a full circle planning powwow that takes like 90 minutes-ish on average. And that has completely changed how well we function as a couple and as a family. Yep. And it's, it's diffused, like the amount of little tiny tips we would get into, um, because we weren't in sync just from our schedule, Mm -hmm. from a schedule standpoint, it was like, Oh, I didn't know you scheduled that, but I'm doing this. And, you know, um, especially when we only had one car, it was like, Oh, I I thought that was later. I was going to take the car here, you know, and then just kind of syncing up, creating Google calendars for each other and um or for ourselves and then you know syncing them with each other so we can see everything that's on the calendar and just being on the same page i was just gonna say also being on the same page financially like i think it's normal in relationships to have one person who's more in charge of like the banking and the Mm -hmm. finances and that is 100 percent gabe and um just me like moving to america you know you kind of already had everything set up and it's just kind of stayed that way and so I feel like for a long time before doing our family team meetings, I like didn't fully know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, and now three years into family team meetings, I can't imagine not knowing mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, but I think just being on the same page with like, I don't know, your budget or your savings or whatever it is. Well, that is really important, especially if you're like trying to save for a house mm-hmm. or something like that. It's like, oh, that's a goal that we have. But then you're not having these like weekly meetings to like check in to be like how's the progress going this bank account that we have that we're putting away weekly for monthly for is it actually going up do we have enough are we spending too much to not be able to even save the money yeah and if only one person's looking at the bank account the other person might not know and it's just it's just a way to like be fully connected on all the major things that are happening yeah it really changed the game for me Mm -hmm. when I and it just sounds so silly like that I didn't I just wasn't we like didn't really talk about it mm-hmm. before family team meetings. Yeah, I feel like we talk about it a lot, family team meetings, but now we just recommend it to every couple we know. Yeah, like, it's it's so amazing. beneficial. And so many people have like started it, just started doing it just from having a conversation with us and they rave about it too. Not that we, I learned it from other people. We didn't make this up. That's not like a any revolutionary thing that we came up with. But yeah, yeah it's just so, so important. So we, we definitely rave about it. And it just just so important to have that organization in place and just treating everything with a lot of intention and and making sure all your T's are crossed and your I's are are in a row and make sure your ducks are in a row as well. All of them. 
this conversation kind of goes into number eight. If you want to. Sorry, that's a lot of thigh. I just looked at the camera that's pointing at me right now. If (laughs) you're just listening on an audio platform. You're safe. You're safe. Exactly. Do you want to look at number eight? Have a common goal financially. This isn't just like, oh, this is the amount we want to save up for a house. So our budget could be this much for a house. I mean, like, is generosity something that our family is very passionate about? If so, how much are we going to budget towards being generous? And what are the things that we're going to be generous about? And are we trying to build wealth? That can be like a multi-generational thing that we can pass down assets to our kids. What does that look like? And how can we together as a husband and wife team lead our family towards that vision? Also, Um, like... Do we like traveling? Is travel something that we want to do together? Let's set aside money to travel. What is that budget yearly? It's just like stuff like that, like really being intentional with every single thing that um, has to do with your finances and just planning it out. Uh, another thing that Jess and I do is we have uh, bigger, like the family team meetings that we have every week, we have bigger uh, quarterly ones and then a, a big year uh, yearly one. Like a, It's just like an annual I meeting. Guess. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but it's bigger, like... We'll go away somewhere for two days and kind of go through this whole thing. But um, just the kind of like vision casting for what you want your family to look like one day. What is it going to take? What are the resources that it's going to take to get there? You know, a lot of that will will be financial, obviously, just because that's how you pay for things. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think that's being on the same page financially. Is yeah. Yeah. Is, is a big one, like very big picture financially. And how does that break down? to the small steps and the small things you do every day. Like Jess and I just recently, literally earlier, well, end of last week, we were like, we are spending too much on our on our cards every month and we didn't like it. So we created a new budget for ourselves and track everything that we spend. Anytime we make a purchase, we put it into this app, um, which is called Every Dollar by Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> you shout out. So we use the every dollar app. It's just like a very easy to use thing where you can see, okay, oh gosh, we've used half of our budget. Yeah. And um, we're a weekend, you know. And so you just like track your expense for everything. And we used to track expenses pre Micaiah. And I feel like since having her, it's just been like a whirlwind and we didn't mm-hmm. get like properly back on track. Yeah. Now we're back on track, boy. We're, we're doing back it. on track, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's budget. Let's go. Hey. Um, okay. All right. The next one, number nine, is have a family mission statement to help you form yourselves as a team. We did this last year. So this was during our year long or year long, our yearly retreat meeting. thing. Yeah. We went on a little vacation. The whole thing wasn't a meeting. We wanted to have fun together. We went to the beach, beach hung out, read. went to dinner, read, chilled. Did that mystery train. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was an experience. So, that was funny. It we should funny. see if they do something like here, that in Tennessee. I know. Crazy. Anyway. Crazy. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Anyway. The, um, Jess, you're trying to play footsies with sorry. me? Sorry. No, I on? want room on the table. Oh, there sorry. We go. What even was the thing that we were talking about? Mission statement. Mission statement. So. Your friends in your men's group had mission statements. Yeah. Just some older guys who, you know, a lot of the things that we've learned about are from this group of guys that... Uh, I meet with twice a year and um, yeah, having a mission statement is like a no brainer kind of, cause it just puts things into perspective of like where, 
like what the mission is for your family. But we meant to do it for so long and we just like most people don't have one. Yeah. But it was in on kind of like on our to do list, like we need to make a mission statement. Yeah. So basically the way that we went about it was we made pillars. So we have ten pillars of that are kind of just like statements about our family and like what we want our family to be. One. (laughs) Do you want to go through them? Sure. One. Pursue faithfulness and intimacy with Christ and each other. Two. Okay, we can do the actions, guys, if you're watching, because we made actions to remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jess made actions to remember them. Yeah, it was me, but you can't lie. It has helped. It has helped. I came up with, you started making them, and yeah. I made a few at the end. Okay. Yeah. Two, always encourage every member of this family. Three, be a home and family to others. <laughs> yeah. Four, always foster a peaceful environment. And that is because peace is P-E-A-C-E, if you're watching. Mm -hmm. Then five is uh, live a purpose-filled, inspiring story. It's five. It's like a book like that. Six is be leaders through action. Seven, be generous with your time, (laughs) emotions, and finances. We got really creative. Yeah. (laughs) Eight, be fun and adventurous. Nine, make the world more beautiful through creating. (laughs) That's a little camera, by the way. Yeah, just. And 10 is leave an inheritance for future generations. Yeah. So or prepare an inheritance. Prepare an inheritance. Yeah, yeah. And this is our future generation. All, all little all people. All 10 of them. <laughs> we go through that every time we do our family team meeting as well. And Which it is kind of like. Now why we have it memorized. <clears throat> yeah, refreshes us and kind of like puts us back on track. Sometimes I'm like, I think you're doing this really well. And like, I'll like point out one of them that you're like. I feel like you're doing really well. Yeah. And then other things that we sometimes like we'll go through and think like, oh, I don't feel like we're actually living this one out like we should, like we should be. And how can we add something to our like weekly rhythms to do this better, to make sure that this is something we're incorporating as a family into Mm -hmm. our lives. Anyway, have a family mission statement. It's really nice. It's fun. Yeah, it's sick. Okay, number 10, I said pray for each <coughs> other. Excuse you. Sorry, I just <coughs> wanted a little more attention. <laughs> My bad. Number 10, pray for each other and pray together. I think when you pray for each other, you become a better spouse. Or Okay, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I feel like when I pray for you, I become a better wife. Mm-hmm. And I am thinking about you more and I am loving you better. Took the words right out of my mouth, babe. <laughs> thing but also i think praying together is just as important yeah i think that's something that's like often overlooked because it's so easy to just go about your day and and pray together not like pray together daily Mm -hmm. so that's something that we incorporated um into our nightly check-in our pillow talk check-in we sit there catch up with each other like emotionally whatever then we kind of have after that conversation then we kind of have a good Base. Base on uh, knowing what to pray for. Yeah. You know? Um, And sometimes it's pretty repetitive if we're, like, going through the same things. You know, we're continually praying about the same issues or whatever if something's happening in that season of life. You know, other times it might just be about the day, depending on what happened. Um, Might be about Micaiah, if that's something that's been on our heart and we're, like, you know, contemplating things as parents or whatever. Just, you know. It's kind of like just from the heart, whatever's on your mind. We just pray over each other. Yeah. Pray for Jess. Pray for the family. Pray for what we're doing. Yeah. And I'm a broken record right now. I'm just. 
talking. Take the mic. <laughs> Take the mic. Hurry. I feel like when we are praying together, it brings us back to our like ultimate foundation and connects us that way. Mm. So I think it's really important. Yeah. Number 11. You wrote number 11. I wrote number 11. Do you know what it is? Well, you can see it now. I can see it right there. <clears throat> Accountability. This is something that I feel like people just need and not a lot of people have like accountability outside of just your spouse. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. You'll hear people in like relationships for a really long time and then all of a sudden one of the partners wants to leave or something happens or one of the, you know, like the guy cheats on his wife or something like that. And it's just like, dude, where were like your homies that were supposed to be there to like tell you off when you, you know, started going down this path or whatever. And where were you like, you need to be really vulnerable and like open up your heart and be like, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what's going on. Like in my heart a little bit. And I just, you know, whatever, like if you're, if you have that amongst, you know, like for me as like a guy having that uh, amongst like a little brotherhood of dudes who were all there when like I'm going through a rough time, people are there, other guys are there to lift me up. And, you know, if someone else is going through a rough time, they have the rest of us boys. It's so necessary. And um, I mean, the same thing goes, goes for girls too. So like. It's one thing having a group of guy friends, but as you said, like actually sharing, that's nerve wracking and you really have to be vulnerable and like create a space for, for everyone. And something that I liked when you lived in Florida is that you had, when you lived in Florida. When I lived in Florida. <laughs> when we lived. <laughs> Jess was just passing through. <laughs> <laughs> when we lived in Florida, you had this guy's night where you all had a, it was a safe space that, you know, everyone could kind of go around and say what they were struggling with. And that's so amazing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think many guys have that because I think it's just normal to have like a group of friends that you hang out with. But it's like, are you really sharing your deepest struggle? That's like mm -hmm. sometimes hard and embarrassing to talk about. Yeah. So I think it's a step further than just like having your homies around. It's like yeah, yeah. you really need to create a space and for girls too where we can share and like, yeah, create that safe space. Mm -hmm. That was a good one to add. Yeah. Gabe um, only added that like right before we hit record. Yeah, because I was looking through all of them and then I was like, I feel like there's something missing. And that was, that was the cherry on top. So I asked on Instagram what, basically like what a, our view is, what are their marriage secrets or like what's their best marriage advice that they've been mm -hmm. given so i just have a couple sick someone said always be the first one to say sorry mm. is it too late now to say sorry nope it is never too did you just hear that yeah thing in my throat sorry i need another sip of my coffee i don't know if i disagree with in that. my members mug wait what was the thing again sorry i know you were just on a totally different <laughs> Always be the first to say sorry, I think is a really nice thought to be like, I'm always going to say sorry, but like to be the first one to say sorry, like what if you genuinely are like the one that's being really mean to me and like, I'm the one apologizing. I like get it, uh, but I, it's a fine line. I think this ties back to accountability because yeah. there's a fine line just because you always think you're right. Yeah. In an, if you get into an argument, obviously you're right to yourself. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. But if it's like I'm clearly doing something wrong and you bring it up to me and then we get into a fight about it and then I say like, oh, Jess is nagging me all the time. She needs to apologize for nagging, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. 
I think having like that accountability and having a third party to like weigh in to be like no, help I just to help you yeah. see more clearly. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, I like this one. But oh, <laughs> I think I I like the sentiment because I like it too. It's being it's putting your selfishness aside because when you're in the moment, you're like, I'm right. I yes. need to say sorry. And you just need to be okay with saying sorry, even if you think you're right. Like, I, that's definitely a thing, too. So it's not like one side or the other. It's like, only oh, say sorry if you're, yeah, if you know you're really wrong. But you need to be okay with saying sorry at all times. Even if you were right in the situation, as you're resolving the situation, just be like, I'm so sorry that it got to this point. Yeah. And I didn't do anything to, like, help prevent it to getting to this point, you know? Anyway. Okay, I like this one. Yes. It's not always 50-50. Some days will be 80-20 or 10-90. But, and a, lo- a couple of people said this one, but the main thing that you need to focus on is that it is 100. Got to keep it 100, baby. Isn't that cute? No, it's like no, together you are 100, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean every day it's going to be 50-50. And we've gone through seasons like that where like mm-hmm. you really need to like emotionally support me or I need to emotionally support you. Yeah. Or like when I was pregnant, like you like physically had to support <laughs> yeah. me. So I really liked that one. Mm, that's really cool. So these aren't really questions. These are more like. Their marriage secrets. Your marriage secrets. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like this one as well. When someone sings, the other claps, being a supportive spouse and lover. Mm. When someone sings, the other claps. We do that. We literally do that. A little errand to your Andy. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you sing, I clap. Okay. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Took my Chevy to the... Wow, I'm... Where's the key? That was really good. Just pick one. (laughs) My... Wow. No, I used to sing like that a lot. My dad used to make that comment to me. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Took my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Okay. And them good old boys drinking whiskey and right. Right? Uh, This will be the day that I die. This will be the day that I die. Okay, you ready? Sorry, I had to do it. Work had to bust it out, you know what I'm talking about. Work okay. only on yourself and pray for your spouse. You can't change them. You can only change you. Mm, that's good. That's true. That's some heat right there. Yeah. I think it's really common to be like, if you're in a relationship where you're like, I will fix them. I will help. Mm. And you just can't. You know, there was a, stu- I'll keep this short, but there was a study done on how, like the things that, that parents do that turn into positive, out. it turns their, like the child develops positively if that makes sense okay you know like positive outcomes that determine the way child develops okay and the top it was like the top three of them were in were parents things that parents did was like internal like working on themselves in a way because kids learn so much through just watching Mm, i have heard you talk about that and it's like so one was like emotional warmth Mm. That's working on yourself on like how kind you are, how emotionally available you are, how, you know what I mean? And it's like making sure that you are like an emotional safe haven for your kids. And then, um, the way you treat your spouse was one of them, Yeah, which is crazy that that is such a big, I think that might, that may have been number one, that that's like such a big determining factor on how your kids turn out is not even the way you treat them, the way you treat your spouse. But isn't that amazing? 
Yeah, I just it's pretty think crazy. that's amazing. It's pretty nuts. I really love that. Yeah, I like it all. And then there was a third one that I'm is blanking off the top of my head. But don't worry, honey. I don't even remember what the what the <laughs> statement was. But I find it really cool that it ties together, obviously. <laughs> there you go. That's our eleven secrets. We'll see if we add to it the further like along in our marriage we yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we probably will. Let's continue all of these. Some good juicy ones. Let's continue over on members. Let's do it. Um, members, see you over there. So far, so good.co. We love you guys. Thank you for listening and for commenting. And if you are listening on Spotify or podcast or whatever, it means so much if you gave us a little review. Mm. That helps the podcast a lot. Yeah, I think we're almost at 3,000 five-star reviews. So thank you so very much because that's pretty dang crazy. Yeah, we're about to hit 3,000. Maybe by the time this is up, we've hit 3,000. But I mentioned members members at SoFarSoGood.co. The mug I've been drinking out of is actually free if you sign up, uh, if you become a family member. I just wanted to say that. Why are you laughing at just me? Just a walking from I love it. I just was going to mention it, and then you started talking, and I didn't want to interrupt you. So I had to come back to it. Anyway, we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed, and thanks for hanging out with us. And let's, let's do, do life, life together. together. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Why did I go like this? <laughs> see, you, see you next time, ladies. Bye, girls. Bye, Shane. <laughs>